Hi, I'm Jessica Rudnicki with Reynolds & Reynolds. Welcome back to Connected. Today I have the opportunity to talk with Tim Palms, General Manager at BMW of Honolulu, about how adding new technology to his service department has completely changed the customer experience. Let's get connected. Tim, thank you so much for taking time out of your schedule to speak with me today. I really appreciate you being here. Thanks. Yeah, I'm glad to be here. Well, we're really excited to have you here because you just installed the GoMoto smart service kiosks in your service department, mm -hmm. um, which is obviously a really cool piece of technology to talk about and see in action. But what I'm really curious about is kind of looking at the before and after. So what's changed in your service department since you implemented this new piece of technology? Well, you know, one of the biggest things that's changed is the amount of time that it takes for the customer to do whatever it is they need to get done. So if that customer really needs to just drop the car off and go to work, that's all they have to do. They can just kind of drop the keys, sign the screen, and head off to work. If they really want to sit and talk to an advisor, the advisors now have more time on their hands to actually meet with a client as opposed to uh, making them wait to check in other customers first. So, um, you know, that's freed up a lot of logistical things like loaner cars move out faster and more efficiently our lounge gets less congested because there's less people waiting that don't really want to be waiting. And um, so it's really just helped to speed up a lot of the efficiencies for our, you know, our staff, but really it's our customers that don't have to wait. And that's the biggest thing that I think the GoMotors have done for us. That's wonderful to hear. Um, and what, so what does your service department look like? You know, most dealerships see that 5 p.m. rush or that evening rush where people are coming in to pick up their vehicles. What does your dealership look like during that time? So, um, you know, at the end of the day, we used to have a, a night service that would go till 10 o'clock at night. Now with uh, COVID-19, we've shortened hours a little bit. But in the when we got the GoMotos, it was a lifesaver because you would have all the people coming to pick their car up from the day and all the people coming to drop the car off at the night would converge at the same time. And this allowed to have our advisors meet with the customers that really needed the help uh, to either discuss the invoice for the car they were picking up or discuss the concern for the car they were dropping off. And for everyone else to kind of just do, do their own thing. So between using the RayPay, you know, uh, invoicing, uh, electronic invoicing, it eliminated them needing to queue up at the end of the day there. And then the GoMoto for the check-in for the, for the evening really helped to uh, eliminate the, the big lines there. So what we saw is that cars were able to get into the shop quicker, get looked at by a technician, and actually get on the, get on the floor a little bit quicker in the evening instead of having to wait for an advisor or for a customer uh, to speak with that advisor. Yeah, that's wonderful to hear. Um, a couple of dealerships I've talked to can kind of relate to that, right? So seeing mm -hmm. that that pickup or drop-off rush of customers coming in, you know, the yeah. advisors just being overwhelmed with getting around to everyone. Yeah. Um, what's the overall sentiment of your employees and customers now that many of the problems that you mentioned um, have been alleviated? Sure. You know, I'd say the customers, uh, the most of them have really embraced it. And when we found the balance of kind of encouraging them to use it but not mandating it 
it allowed the ones who really, like I said earlier, wanted to just kind of drop and go, it allowed them to accomplish that. Um, and it allowed the ones who really wanted to speak to a person and needed some more human involvement, or maybe they just weren't comfortable with using the technology, it allowed them the opportunity to do so. So once we kind of struck that balance, uh, it's really been well received by our customer base. And our employees have, uh, it was a little bit of a shock at first, but after, again, after we kind of found that balance, it works well for them too, because they don't necessarily need to see every single customer when they come in. And they would rather uh, have the time to work with the ones that really have a concern or are coming in for a repeat repair or something like that, that needs a little bit of extra time. So after, you know, after a few months of finding that ebb and flow, uh, we really have found a, a spot where uh, it kind of works for both customers and the employees. That's great to hear. Um, have you noticed any impact to your CSI or anything like that? Yeah, you know, at our, um, you know, at first it was, like I said, it was a little bit tricky and you have to find that balance. Um, and once we did, you know, our CSI at our mini store has come up. We actually had a, like a most improved award last year for mini service. And uh, at BMW, it's been very consistent since then. So I'd still like to get it a little bit higher here at BMW, but it definitely has, has helped things. And it's allowed us to not let a, uh, someone calling in sick for one day lead to 30 customers all receiving, receiving a bad experience that day because they all had to wait. So it's allowed us on the dealership side to really kind of smooth out the, the bumps along the road and keep any, any deficiencies that we might have, keep those kind of behind the curtain a little bit more instead of having it, uh, the customers be impacted as greatly. Yeah, well, that's great to hear. Um, and it sounds like you've had some good improvements. So that's good. Um, I'm also wondering, have you noticed any changes in the adoption and usage of the self-service kiosks, um, especially with like COVID-19? So as we've made um, this global shift towards social dis distancing, have your customers and employees started to become um, more comfortable using them? Absolutely. Yeah, the second that we were put onto a uh, shelter in place order by the state government, everybody's sentence, sentences were extremely heightened and they were very, very nervous of really any form of humor, human interaction that wasn't absolutely necessary. And so what we did was we made sure that the customer saw us clean the screen in front of them and then gave them the space to kind of go through what they needed. We still had someone standing by to help them if they had any questions, but what they didn't have to do was sit in a lounge, sit in a chair, stand around like waiting with other people. Uh, and that was really a lifesaver because on day one, we were already prepared to, to go to a paperless environment for the customer, uh, whereas other dealerships had to maybe figure it out on the fly. And so we were able to still maintain whatever level of capacity might come our way, even with all the social distancing standards that got, that got put into place. Yeah, that's wonderful to hear. I love that you mentioned working your way towards paperless. That's fabulous. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, yeah. So mm -hmm. I was doing a little research on BMW's philosophy, right? So mm -hmm. what they stand for. And what I found was they always want to stay one step, one step ahead and work to find innovative solutions today for the issues of tomorrow, which I love that. I, yes. I think that's great. 
Um, so based off of what I'm hearing and what you've said, it definitely sounds like, you know, your dealership is upholding the values of that philosophy by investing in new technology that will, you know, keep you one step ahead. So kudos mm -hmm. to you for that. Yeah. Um, and then, so I have a question as sure. a BMW dealership, um, you know, they recently just endorsed the GoMoto um, kiosk. So what are your thoughts around that recent announcement? Well, how do you feel about it? Oh, I think it's great. You know, I think that the partnership between GoMoto and with, uh, once it became a part of the Reynolds brand, as well as the partnership with BMW, uh, I think the more transparency between the, you know, the OEM into the I guess into the dealership and into the way that we actually work on a day-to-day -day basis, uh, it really helps everybody. And so if we're able to eventually pull the car's key data straight into the, straight into the DMS um, via the GoMoto and um, you know, the, the DMS system, it allows us to now cut out a whole bunch of steps that lead to either uh, errors or frustrations, slowdowns, and it improves accuracy. It also improves, um, you know, performance of everybody that's involved. So I hate to ever have a, uh, a customer or an employee have to do anything twice if they don't have to. So I hope that with BMW's uh, endorsement of uh, using GoMoto kiosks, they'll, they'll kind of, uh, you know, let, let a little bit more information be accessed uh, directly in for really for the consumer's benefit at the end of the day. Sure. Yeah, I agree. Um, and thank you for sharing your thoughts on that. I was just curious because I know it's still yeah. a pretty new announcement um, that mm -hmm. just came out. Um, and I am so glad that you are Reynolds partner and we're glad to also have you as a, a GoMoto customer. So thank you for that. Okay. Um, I wanted to thank you again for sharing your thoughts with us um, and talking about your current service process. But mm -hmm. while we have the audience, um, is there anything else that you'd like to add or maybe any other best practices you want to share coming out of your dealership? You know, I really think that just um, when you put new technology into the dealership, be it, you know, we put DocuPad in when it launched, whatever that was, almost 10 years ago. Uh, we were, I think, the second BMW dealer to have uh, GoMoto kiosks. I think you really just have to make sure that you just stay right on top of it and listen to your customers and listen to your employees. So you may have the best idea in the world. This is exactly how it's going to work. And your customers come in and they go, Hey, this is a, this is a great tool, but this is how I would like it to work for me. And the more that you listen to them and the more that you, uh, just don't be afraid to, you know, keep turning the screws and keep tweaking things a little bit until you get it right. I think that's really the key. And, you know, if you don't take the time and energy uh, to put the technology in there that either your customers are accustomed to or that's going to help your employees out, at some point, someone else will. And they'll either have your customer or they'll have your employee. And so I don't want either one of those to happen. And I would like to keep staying on, ahead of the curve. And I do encourage other dealers to as well because. Uh, right now is a difficult time for, for everybody, you know, it's working in a dealership. And so the more that we can, uh, you know, provide a better experience for our customers, the more it helps out the whole entire dealer network is really the way I feel about it. Well said, very well said. Um, Tim, thank you again for being here and for taking time out of your day today. We really appreciate you being on today. 
Well, thank you, Jessica. And I'm glad that, uh, you know, we were able to do this and, you know, look forward to doing it again sometime. Yeah, absolutely. The automotive retail industry is constantly changing, but it really sounds like Tim is invested in adapting and keeping his business successful. It was great talking to him. Before we hop off, just a quick reminder, you can watch past and future podcast episodes on YouTube by searching for The Connected Podcast. Hit the subscribe button to get notified every Wednesday when new episodes are released. Thanks for watching. We'll see you next Wednesday. Mm -hmm.